Hi, I recommend joining us at edtech10.nationaltrail.us if you're not already joining us on YouTube for the full video presentation of this podcast. Hi, this session is on blended learning. We've been doing blended learning here at National Trail since 2012 when we did a blended learning grant with the state uh, based largely on the rise of blended learning report uh, that you see pictured here. Now, this session is really on what blended learning is, not how necessarily to implement it all the way. That'll be the uh, focus of future episodes. Blended learning in general is the blending of traditional classroom instruction with online learning or e-learning. It's the merge of the two in a way that you alternate and work between both of them. But it's a little bit more than that. And the little bit more is the underlying sentence that you see here. It's the integration of both those two with um, the element of student control over time, place, path, or pace. Not necessarily all of those in one thing, but they need to have one of those things to be true for it to be considered blended learning by our definition. So time means how long they have to do it and when they do it. Place means whether it's in the classroom, on a lab, in the bus, at home. Place is a, an item that can be controlled. Path means students have choices. Maybe there's three options and they choose one. Maybe there's five options and they change choose three. It doesn't matter. It means that they have some choice over the path of their learning. And pace obviously means that it's not necessarily constricted by, you have five minutes to do this exercise, but you have the ability to do it at your own pace. Blended learning gives students control over one or all of those things in order to be blended learning. Uh, blended learning instruction um, can be a multiple different ways, but it must include instruction. Uh, it can be online text, audio, or video. And in my opinion, uh, and the opinion of most uh, journals that I've read is that video inclusive is the best because video can include text, it can include audio, it can include visuals, uh, and it hits more of the multiple uh, thinking and learning strategies there. And I have said in previous videos that the best in video is one that the instructor can be seen talking to the student in the video as well. And I put on there as a bullet, think UDL. Of the different ways to access UDL in the classroom, uh, four of those five listed on the slide, digital text, audio, images, and video are all ways or things that you can incorporate in a blended learning lesson. So blended learning is the blending of traditional brick and mortar school with online learning or e-learning. Uh, and there's a bunch of different models to do that. Uh, you can also or may have heard the term distance learning as well as e-learning as well as online learning really describe the same thing. And sometimes when people talk about a hybrid school, sometimes they're talking about blended learning, but not all the time. If um, all you're doing is homework when you're home and you're doing classroom instruction when you come into school, that is in no way, shape or form blended learning. There's no blending of online instruction there. Um, of the models that um, are available for blended learning, really the rotation model is the one that most schools, and it's the one that we practiced uh, here at National Trail. Uh, and there's four different um, rotation models there. 
Really, the difference is when and where and how you're rotating instruction. The lessons themselves can be very, very much the same uh, when you're doing a rotation model of blended learning. Some of the basics of any of the lessons or the instruction that's given in blended learning. It should be no more than 15 minutes with a target between 5 and 15. Uh, studies show that uh, that's how long the attention pan span of students, any age student, lasts. And over 15 minutes, the retention of material, even if they're still paying attention, begins to fall off. Also, with a blended learning activity, there should be some kind of feedback, assessment, whether it's formative or summative. I prefer formative. A way for you to know as the instructor, instructor that the students actually got the information that you're trying to get across to them. Uh, and I talk about breaking that down into um, many lectures, uh, and I'm going to show you kind of how um, I do that. The way I do it is I record my traditional lecture as a video like this one, and then I go through it and decide where the logical stop points are in my discussion that I could have done some kind of activity or an assessment to get feedback and to have times for hands-on, hands -on maybe for those students. And then I put those same breaks that I found in the video in my traditional teaching material so that I incorporate or merge the two. And let me give you a, a visual example of what I'm talking about. On the left side of the screen uh, that I'm kind of in front of right now uh, is my smart lesson. And whether you use Smart, Google Slides, PowerPoint, doesn't really matter uh, what software you're talking about. Whatever you use to help guide your instruction in your classroom day. I go and record everything, and then when I go back through and watch my own recording, I say, hey, right here is a logical point. So in my first thing, there's six slides that I went to, and then I said, stop. This is where we'll do an exercise, an assessment, whatever. And in my software, I add a big, huge red slide so that if I'm teaching it in person in class, I stop right there and do whatever that online activity would have been if I taught it in person. And if the students are doing it online as a blended activity, then that's where they'll also stop and do that activity. So you can see in this chapter seven set of lectures that I keep on one notebook file, uh, where the red boxes corresponds to that first section, which will have a copy of the video lecture. So if they're doing it as a blended assignment, they can watch that video. If they're doing it from home, they watch that video and then they do the same activity, whether they're home doing it on the school bus at McDonald's or in my classroom, all the activities the same. Now, if they're with me in class, they would have gotten the instruction from me possibly, or I could do it as a rotation model in my classroom. But then we take the time to discuss the instruction, discuss the activity and how people did. Um, obviously, if everybody got 100, maybe, I, maybe there's minimal discussion. Uh, that's never happened. Usually there's some point that I need to bring out again. It's an opportunity to ask questions about what I just talked about before continuing on to the next section. And then you can see the next sections, literally only four slides that I talk about before a logical break happens for another activity, another discussion, another um, formative assessment before I move on. 
So that's how I look at breaking my stuff up. I just do it once. I watch it myself and go, oh, right there. That's where it goes in there. So that's how I build my activities. Rotation model itself, and I already said there's four different uh, models, mean I rotate between modalities in my classroom uh, and get assessments and get instruction uh, through that rotation. So we're going to talk about the different kind of rotations and, and how you can incorporate in the classroom in future discussions. This one's really about just understanding what blended learning is so that as we move forward with discussions uh, and we talk about that first model, station rotation model, um, it makes sense that we are trying to find a way to use everything we've learned over the last year, year and a half on how to do online instruction and not lose the advantages of that, but to merge it together with our traditional instruction in a way that benefits both. So we don't want to step back two years and say, ah, oh, we're going back exactly the way we did things. What we want to do is to take everything we've learned, all the experiences over the last year and a half, and blend it together with our traditional instruction to give students those choices over time, place, path, and pace in order to get them more engaged and to increase the level of retention and learning in our classroom. Thanks for joining me. See you next week.